Welcome to the Tech Futures Podcast. I'm your host, Brinley McNamara. I'm also a networks engineer here at MITRE, and in today's episode, I'm going to tell you about how a group of MITRE engineers are looking beyond 5G to pave the way to our future, hyper-intelligent 6G internet. In this episode, I hope to inform you about how artificial intelligence will enable this future 6G technology and why getting ahead on the development of 6G is more geopolitically important than ever before. But before we begin, I want to say a huge thank you to Dr. Chris Rashford, the Tech Futures Innovation Area Leader. This episode would not have happened without her support. Now, without further ado, I bring you the Tech Futures Podcast, episode number three. One thing that I don't think will completely exist in 5G that could possibly exist in 6G is, um, you know, immersive, augmented, and virtual reality. That's Dr. Curtis Watson talking. He's a principal communications engineer in MITRE Labs and was one of the co-principal investigators on a research project looking into how artificial intelligence will spur the development of 6G cellular networks. The augmented part probably will happen in 5G with, you know, personal advertisements as you, you know, walk down the street or, or whatnot as devices realize that you're a frequent shopper here and there. Um, but, you know, the one thing that I keep on thinking about is like, it, it you know, especially right now in, in COVID times where we're, we're all experiencing remote working, you know, there's been several times where I wished for this virtual reality environment where I could walk into this room, be there with my teammates, and we're actually having a whiteboard session that would be just like how it was, you know, in the office or some other kind of team gathering. And and so being able to project and interact with all those virtual representations is a lot of data. Uh, high data rates would have to be achieved so that it doesn't seem very herky-jerky and, and, and realistic feel. So, you know, the thinking is possibly, you know, is there digital twin AI models of every individual that 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 can understand people's traits, quirks, behaviors, so that it feels like you're you're actually working with that virtual you know virtual version of Kelvin, and you know then at that point all you have to do is you know load in those models and send actuator functions instead of um, you know actually broadcast the whole data trans transfer. Um, so you know. Like any future predictions, I'm most likely wrong. But um, you know, that's 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 one thing that I think 6G could provide that 5G probably won't be able to. 6G stands for sixth generation, and like it sounds, it will be the sixth generation of standards for cellular networks. Like each past generation of cellular technology, 6G will bring with it the immense potential to unlock applications like the immersive, augmented, and virtual reality experiences that Dr. Watson is describing that we've yet to see outside of sci-fi movies. Now you might be wondering, why are we even talking about 6G when the rollout of 5G has only just begun? It's a question that I certainly had in my mind as I was making this podcast, especially given that we sort of need to see 5G in action to better understand its limitations in order to then make key design decisions about following generations of cellular technology. That said, there are a few core characteristics of 6G that everyone seems to be in agreement upon. The first is a 100-fold increase in data rates. Peak data rates in 5G networks will be a gigabit per second, whereas scientists would like to see 100 gigabit per second speeds in 6G networks, and a proposed higher bandwidth methods for transmitting data that will facilitate these blazing fast speeds. 
By the way, if you're not familiar with networking jargon, you can think of bandwidth as a number of lanes on a highway, and data rates is how fast cars will move on said highway. Hence, with more bandwidth, more data can travel at any given time, which translates to faster data rates. The second core characteristic of 6G will be a 100-fold decrease in latency. You can think of latencies as your driving time on the highway that is a function of the distance you are traveling as well as other factors such as traffic congestion. Target latencies in 5G networks will hover around a millisecond, whereas latencies in 6G networks can be as low as 10 microseconds. That's about 1 100th of a millisecond. The third is a much higher density of connected devices, which you can think of as the number of cars driving on a highway at any given time. And the fourth and final is the pervasive deployment of artificial intelligence in 6G networks. So all that to say, no matter how wide the 6G highway gets, there will still be practical limits on how fast data can travel across that highway. And this is where pervasive AI will come in as wider highways alone won't be sufficient in handling the gargantuan traffic flows that we expect to see in our future 6G networks. I asked Dr. Calvin Woods, a chief engineer at MITRE and another investigator looking into 6G, what pervasive AI in 6G networks will look like. So when you, when you think about like the definition of pervasive, like spread widely throughout an area or a group, so the, the thought there is that uh, AI and ML are going to be pervasive throughout all the different components within in 6G. So in 5G, you have uh, you're seeing the startings of some components that have particular AI components. Uh, they may not necessarily talk to other components, but in 6G, we're looking for this to kind of be woven into the whole infrastructure. As part of the fabric of 6G, AI models will be deployed and trained across every imaginable device. In the cloud-native AI paradigm of 4G and 5G, the vast majority of data captured at the edge is lost due to the bandwidth constraints of sending said data to the cloud. In the edge-native AI paradigm of 6G, the vast sums of data collected and analyzed at the edge will provide both the raw material, i.e. the unbiased data, that the field of AI desperately needs to generate better predictive models, while at the same time enabling new applications like autonomous driving and immersive augmented and virtual reality. And this close coupling of AI and 6G will mean that countries who take the lead on the development and deployment of 6G will likely take the lead in the AI race as well. Not surprisingly, China, the world's leader in 5G, has already started to prioritize 6G. So previously, in the earlier generations, we were major players there, so we want to maintain our seat at the table. Uh, now is the time where we should be starting to dig in and look at how all these components um, are, are operating, who's why we're designing them this way, and try to have some seat at the table there, because other parts of the world are already taking, you know, grave notice of this and they're starting, they're digging in, they're already digging in, they're already starting to move to this point where they are, you know, presenting papers and building and trying to uh, look at things, particularly in terms of, you know, the standards bodies and how we can shape and have that, you know, impact there. So we also have to kind of respond and, and try to dig in there. I asked Jim Houchins, the director of MITRE's 5G and mobility platforms, about the risks of the U.S. falling behind on 5G and 6G development. So there's a, there's a couple threats. Um, 
So one is there's a belief that because the U.S. rolled out uh, LTE so quickly and got ahead of the world in 4G, that that created the environment that allowed our innovators to flourish and gave us things such as you know Uber and uh, and Lyft and and the whole gig economy from the phone. It gave us um, the the movement from the PC to the phone for you know for Facebook and many of these other uh, internet-based companies, and really is credited with uh, driving trillions of dollars of uh, uh, in, in GDP for the U.S. Um, other companies, I mean, other countries have looked at that, and and they see that as the path to emulate. So if we're slow rolling out 5G to enough of the country, um, then our innovators and, and our enterprises aren't as driven to, to come up with the new use cases and the new kind of applications uh, for 5G uh, in, until a, you know, a critical mass can start using these applications. So, so one thing right there is we start falling behind in in our own innovation, and and maybe we won't be the, you know, have the the next uh, uh, Facebook or the next Uber or other app like that. It'll be from another country that has rolled out 5G first. Um, another area, particularly with China, is the the control of upstream, and this uh, value, and, and this applies to, let's say, other countries, right? As they decide whose network to, to purchase in their country. Um, China comes in and, and they'll sell the network um, as part of a whole package that they give a country. And the fear is that they can start using that network to shape the traffic. So let's say if instead of Amazon, the traffic starts getting shaped to, uh, to Alibaba um, and, and other such uh, Chinese industries. As, as part of their uh, their global strategy for for driving value for their country uh, for their companies, um, and and so if if China begins to be the the 5G and, and 6G uh, vendor to the world, um, it's not just about losing your your market share of your um, your rant, you know your radio vendors and your people making the core software, but it could really have these upstream effects and in, 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 uh, impact large segments of our digital economy. As I chatted with Jim over Teams, I got the sense that he is a visionary. So I was also interested to hear his thoughts on what our 6G future might look like for end users. One of the concepts I heard of and, and, and I loved it was this idea of mental prosthetics and and the use of of sensors that that you keep with you that um, that record your surroundings whenever you want, right? That the default is is that it records everything around you. And imagine if this ties into artificial intelligence that's at the edge. Uh, almost your own personal cloud that follows you around that not only records these things so you can go back and look at them, but it does sense making. It, 
it knows who you were around. It knows what your conversations were. Um, it, uh, it it can make sense of those things. It can give you reminders that you told someone you were you know you were going to see them this week or, or you were going to get them something without you having to type into your to-do list, right? Um, now it's scary too, right? This is this is kind of um, the the idea that everything you do might get recorded and and um, and other people may have recordings of you in all sorts of situations. It's scary and there's all sorts of things that need to be worked out uh, to make that happen. But to have that, you just need a network that goes well beyond what 5G is doing and that um, natively applies AI and machine learning in 6G, both to optimize the 6G network, but also the network services being provided to, to AI and ML, such as is um, you know high-performance computing at the edge, right? Distributed all over the place. So as you move around, you have access to that high-performance computing wherever you are. As we push the theoretical limits of the speed at which information can be transmitted across our vast and heterogeneous cellular networks, we will inevitably run into challenges. While recent experiments in research labs have shown the feasibility of 6G speeds, the deployment of networks that can support 100 plus gigabit per second connections over the air and latencies on the order of microseconds into the so-called wild will be much more challenging. This is because features of our world, such as natural barriers, buildings, exponentially growing numbers of connected devices, and even trade agreements, will create challenges that are significantly less predictable than the electromagnetic limits on data rates that we can control for in our labs. And while the physical laws that govern data rates cannot be overcome, the pervasive deployment of artificial intelligence in our future cellular networks will provide us with the revolutionary new optimizations that will allow us to achieve 6G speeds and beyond. In other words, with the help of AI, Jim's vision of personal private clouds fed by 24-7 sensing of our daily activities might not be so far off after all. But this means that there is a lot riding on us setting the tone for 6G. As Jim later noted, the most important thing that's on the line is whether our country's democratic ideals will be upheld in the internet of the future. We don't have to wait to see the fallout of China getting ahead of us on 5G. From their deployment of AI-enabled surveillance systems on their 5G networks to their launch of the first 5G satellite that will soon bring a Chinese-owned 5G network to everyone on Earth, China's leadership in 5G means that it will be imperative for us to act quickly to enable the U.S. government to lead the world in 6G because, well, the future of the internet depends on it. The music in this podcast is brought to you by Ui. From now on, Nylania, Gustav, and Trevor Kowalski. That's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening.